Welcome back, my friends, to the D-Rate to Hate podcast. I am Wilk from Wilksworld.com, and this is going to be episode 67 of our podcast. And we don't have a guest this week, but I tell you what, I am feeling fantastic. I am feeling great. I'm pumped up. And I want to talk this week about embrace every opportunity to combine your passion with doing good for others. I've had some great guests recently, and I've done some great things with some great people, and I'm going to share those experiences with you. But first, we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. It's all about bettering the world one attitude at a time. So what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? It all comes down to us and what we do as individuals to make our lives better. Now, I'm talking this week about embracing our passions, the things that we are passionate about, the things that we love to do, and combining that with things that are actually doing good for others. Now, I've talked in the past, and and, and you may have heard me say, doing good and doing what feels good are not necessarily the same thing, because they're not. A lot of people think they're doing good. The fact is, is they're really doing a lot of harm to the people they think they're doing good for. But when you embrace your passions, things, I'll give you an example. And and this is something I'm going to be talking about and something that I did this past weekend. In fact, the past two weekends, my wife and I participated in charity motorcycle rides. We love to get out on the Harley. We love to ride. It's something I've been doing as a, you know, uh, my whole life since I was a kid. I bought my first motorcycle when I was 10 years old. And, and I don't ride nearly as much now as I used to, but I still love it. It's a passion of mine. I still love, I've had the same Harley for 20 years. I bought my Harley 20 years ago. And actually the day that I met my wife, I was on that Harley. And she loves riding on the bike. I love riding on the bike. It's a passion of ours. It's something that we do together. We feel passionate about it. And and combining that with getting out and doing good for others. There are always a lot of motorcycle rides that, because bikers generally are very giving people. They're very heartfelt people. They, 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 they're passionate about not only riding the bikes and, and, and getting into that, you know, whether it be the, uh, you know, the weekend warrior biker, which I'm pretty much one of those at this point, uh, or, or the ones that are, are fully involved and, and just fully involved in a, in a motorcycle club. And, and it's really ingrained as a part of their life. That whole spectrum, there's a lot of people that really take that passion and do wonderful things for others. And this past weekend, we were on a ride put on by the Order of Ronin Motorcycle Club, benefiting Project Delta here in the state of Minnesota. And, and if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, step back and li- listen to episode 65, because I talked to Patty Robinson, the founder and, and CEO of Project Delta. They team rescue animals, rescue dogs, with veterans suffering from PTSD and, and traumatic brain injuries and, and military sexual trauma and, and different things like that. And such an important cause. But if you looked at the people that were there, their passion is really taking that motorcycle club lifestyle to a whole new level. But they do it for a purpose. And their purpose in doing that 
motorcycle club lifestyle is doing good for others. They take that passion that they have and and they put on these motorcycle rides for clubs like Patty's Project Delta. And, and it's so important. It's so, such a cool thing. And, and the week before that, my wife and I were participants in the three of a kind ride uh, out of out of you know up here in Minnesota too that's where we live that's you know that's where we live that's where we play this is where we do our thing and the three of a kind ride actually commemorates or is done in in remembrance of three uh, young men who who tragically lost their lives early and and their their friends and their family have put together this commemorative ride that benefits the Eagles Healing Nest. And the Eagles Healing Nest is a place here in Minnesota. And I actually I talked about this with Patty as well from uh, from Project Delta. The Eagles Healing Nest is actually a place for veterans, homeless veterans, veterans suffering, place where they can get back on their feet and it, it just get help, get the help that they need and and such an important deal and, and we've been in part we've been involved in that ride now for several years together as a couple and, and it's it's just something we look forward to each and every year because again that's our passion our passion together is to get out on the bike and, and do things like that so quick story here i, I want to see if i can paint you a picture of something because I, I lived in florida for several years i lived in florida uh, i got stationed down there in the navy back in 1996 when i got out I stayed down there for several more years and, and kind of made a life there. And when I first heard about the first motorcycle ride that I had ever participated in, uh, I, I heard about it on a radio show called The Monsters in the Morning. If you've ever been to Central Florida and you haven't heard of Monsters in the Morning, you probably didn't own a radio. They're, they're a phenomenal show. Uh, still exists today, as far as I know. I haven't been down there now in several years. But, but uh, they used to do a... A lot of promotion and, and a lot for the Boggy Creek Camp Ride for the Children. And when I first heard about this, I, I, I thought back to when I was a kid and, and, and some of the biker types that my folks ran around with. And, and I thought, oh, what better thing can I do than to jump on my bike? I had a, I had a 750 Shadow at the time. It wasn't a Harley, but it was what I could afford. I bought it with the money I saved when I was in the service. And I bought a 750 Shadow when I got out. And I heard about this Boggy Creek Camp ride for the kids. And I just, I thought, you know, I, I had no idea the extent to which this this thing was. I mean, the turnout for this thing was absolutely massive. I mean, just bikes and bikes and bikes and, and just people everywhere. And... It really did not sink in for me how much of a difference something like this made until we actually rode into the camp. And, and they, the, all these terminally ill children who you know, you know, and they know their days are numbered. And they were just lined up down the road as we came in and they're all waving and and crying and screaming, and and as an adult man on that little bike I had at the time, I'm riding in there and I'm doing everything I cannot, you know, I can do not to cry because just such an overwhelming feeling of uh, of pride and joy and, and just being a part of something like that was absolutely incredible. And 
you know, throughout the years uh, that I that I remained in Florida, I, I tried to be a part of that ride as often as I could. I think it was a year or two after that first time I went on that ride that I bought my Harley Davidson and and uh, continued to ride in that in that charity ride for for the Boggy Creek Camp for the children and. And, and such an incredible experience. I, I had an opportunity to do the VIP thing with him a couple times and, and met Dan Haggerty one year and James Gandolfini from The Sopranos. And I'll see if I can dig up that picture. If I can, I'll put it in the show notes. I've got a picture of me with James Gandolfini at one of the, one of the uh, VIP events for that, for that ride. He was the Grand Marshal one year and Ironically, I was much smaller than James Gandolfini then, and now I would probably give Tony Soprano a run for his money when he comes to the belly. But anyway, you know, it, it all started at the Bruce Rossmeyer's. If you've never been to Destination Daytona, the Bruce Rossmeyer's Destination Daytona, absolutely incredible place. Uh, unfortunately, it was a few years after he built Destination Daytona that, that Bruce Rossmeyer himself was killed in a motorcycle accident. But the man had a passion. The man had a passion and, and, and built literally the largest motorcycle dealership complex on the planet and uh, did a lot. And, and still to this day, as far as I know, Bruce Rossmeyer, Harley Davidson, Destination Daytona down there in Florida still does a lot of, uh, a lot of things with charity events. And I know this year, uh, I just I was looking it up and and in October they've got the 27th annual Boggy Creek Camp ride for the children. So uh, I believe that's in October. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But getting back to my point, the point is is all these people with with such a passion for uh, for riding motorcycles, and it doesn't even have to be a, a you know the charity motorcycle rides. What is your passion? Think. Think about what you're passionate about. Is there a hobby that you have? Is there a thing that you can do? Is there something in your life that you are so passionate about that you love to do? You love to do it. You do it all the time if you had an opportunity to do it. And then think about, is there a way that I can combine this? You know, I talked, when I was talking back in episode 65 with with Patty Robinson from uh, Project Delta, you know, she started with a passion for rescuing animals rescuing dogs and and then she combined that passion with her passion for helping veterans in need helping veterans that 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 had suffered you know some type of trauma during their military years and now she's actually furthered that into helping uh first responders you know emt police firefighters and and she takes her passion and and she's turned her passion into project delta and and now it's turned into a life-changing organization for a lot of people. And, you know, not everybody has the ability or, or the drive to take it to that kind of level, but that doesn't matter. You don't have to take it to that kind of level. You know, I, I heard somebody say this past weekend, you know, it may only be one day for you. It may only be a couple hours, maybe eight hours out of your day, one day of the week that you get involved in, in this thing, this, maybe it's a charity motorcycle ride like we were involved in, but your small contribution of time that one day to be part of that motorcycle ride may be part of what makes a world of difference for somebody, 
whether it be a, a wounded veteran or somebody suffering from cancer or a, a terminally ill child that, that knows that they may only have weeks or months to live. What is your passion? Can you take your passion and turn it into something that can make such a big difference for somebody else? Because there's those opportunities out there. So when I talk about embrace opportunities to take your passion and take that passion and combine it with an opportunity to do something good for somebody, you don't really know what seems like a very small thing to you may make a world of difference to somebody else. And that, that, that's such an important thing in this life. We're not on this earth to just live. We're not on this earth to just live. We're on this earth to live fully. And everything that you can do to live fully is a beautiful opportunity to do great things for other people who may not have that opportunity, if that makes sense. So after you listen to this episode, I want you to take an inventory of your passions. What are you passionate about? What really trips your trigger? What do you love to do? And then I want you to think about ways that you can take that passion and turn that into an opportunity to do good for somebody else. But also keep in mind something I've talked about before, and that's that doing good and doing what feels good are not always the same thing. So I want you to think about the results, actual results of what you're looking at doing. Are the results of what you're doing with your passion actually doing good for somebody else? I mean, are you doing something today, like a charity motorcycle ride, whose dollars and cents at the end of the day go to support and train a service animal for a veteran. That is doing good for somebody. Or your dollars and cents that you are raising in your charity event actually benefiting the research to cure cancer. Are your dollars and cents from your passion, whatever it is that you're doing, are those things going to make a tangible difference in somebody's life. We're not talking about handouts. We're talking about hand-ups. We're talking about physically doing good for people, not doing what just feels good for you. That's what the passion part is for. What is your passion? That's what makes you feel good. But what is the end result? Is there a tangible difference that that person or that organization or that charity can see when you are done. Doing what feels good and doing what is good, not always the same thing, but there is a lot of ways to take your passion today and turn it into an incredible opportunity, an incredible thing for somebody else. Before I do wrap this up, I do want to encourage you to step back, look through our previous episodes. There are so many people that I've interviewed on this podcast that are doing incredible things, doing what they're passionate about to make the world a better place. So scroll through, scroll through our previous episodes, check it out. We've got a lot of great guests and a lot of great material for you guys to check out. So get out there, be kind to one another, be grateful for everything that you've got. And remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. If you haven't followed us yet, you can catch us wherever you get your audio. Please subscribe, leave us some feedback, follow us on any one of our websites, email me, wilk at wilksworld.com. But with that, I'm going to back on out of here and we'll catch you next week.